Hey, 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 fellas, uh, welcome back. So at the beginning of every episode, I listen to the song that plays the, uh, the, the, the intro music. That's how it works. You have music at the beginning and you call it intro music. Anyway, I sing along, but I cut that part out. I always sing the... But I, uh, I leave it out because I guess uh, you don't need two intro musics going on. How we doing, fellas? It's a beautiful Monday morning out here. It's been raining this morning. Uh, it's been an interesting one. Uh, we'll get right into it here. I have been... If you listen to last week's episode, I wasn't very proud of it. <laughs> Not that I'm, uh, I'm... I'm only judging it based on the scale of how do I feel after I put it up there. Was it good? Was it bad? I felt like it was... Okay. It wasn't the, my favorite episode, and, uh... I think it's partially because I've been just not feeling the creative flow lately. I've been uh, a little bit down, not like sad about anything. And I mean, if you talk to anybody about depression that experiences depression, I wouldn't say that I even, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I know you can experience depression and not be depressed. So I'd say I've had a little bit of that just kind of, I don't know, out of nowhere, sometimes it'll hit you. Balance in all things, as they say. Isn't that why Thanos killed, like, everybody? Isn't that his ideology there? But, uh, yeah, sometimes you just gotta be sad. Sometimes you feel a little depressed. Sometimes, I mean, you can't control it. I think our brains are also trying their best to deal with what we are giving them. Because if we think about, I'm sitting in front of two screens right now. And <laughs> on one of my screens, there's a picture of Vin Diesel that, uh, is made by one of those AI art generators. And, uh, you know, nothing about it. I think the human brain, as far as nature goes, depending on where th this could vary, but at the same time, I, mean, I think this is pretty a universal thought here, depending on where you think humans came from and what the brain is and all that stuff. I don't think the brain was ever prepared. Whether or not it was made to handle this, I don't know that it's prepared. I think we got to an area where... We're watching a bunch of stuff. We see, I can watch a film where guys go to like space and do backflips. And, you know, those are both on par as far as science fiction goes, doing backflips and going into space. I just feel like there's a lot going on. Like there's, there's too much for our brains sometimes to take in. There's just too much going on for us to handle. And so I feel like sometimes our brains go into a depression now more than ever, just because it's like, here's all this stuff try to process all of it, but we can't realistically process all of it because how could the brain be prepared? We go millennia, we go years of people running around with rocks saying unga bunga. And uh, now all of a sudden we're expected to take in the world news all at once every day. And I don't know, it's just a lot. Our brains go through a lot. So I think it's understandable if you get a little depressed and I feel not, not like, Ooh, I'm sad or whatever, but depression is like a chemical thing. If I, if I understand right, I'm no science man, but your brain just like runs out of good brain juice and is like, okay, we're going to take a, <laughs> you're going to be a little, a little sad boy for a little bit. And again, not that I was sad, but 
boy, howdy, did I just not feel like doing anything. I was very, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just wasn't feeling creatively motivated. There you go, fellas. I edited out me taking a sip of water. That's for all the fellas at home that haven't said anything about it, but I don't know it lasted too long for me to feel good about leaving it in. So I've been thinking a lot about that, obviously, as it has been my experience for the last little bit, about being creatively motivated. What does that mean? What do I do to get myself in the mood to make something, to be quote-unquote productive? Now, in this sense, when I say be productive, I basically just mean do things that I want to do, like create stuff that I want to create, make uh, an art, if you will. We've talked about art. Uh, make an art, make a music, make a something, at least, and not just sit around and do nothing. And uh, I'm opening up uh, the floor to uh, responses. If there's something you do to help yourself get out of a funk, let me know. Not a talk show podcast at gmail.com. Oh, help me out here, and I'll try to help you out here in the next couple of minutes as I go over what I do. So when I notice, I, I guess the first step is notice that you're having a hard time. And uh, just think about it. Just take a moment and say, hmm, I'm having a hard time. Is there anything that would have brought this on? In my case, I think sometimes I just sit around too much at home. That was another uh, cough, sneeze moment. I'm going to leave it in because, no, it's too loud. I'm going to take it out. You're not going to hear it. But sometimes it's, it's all about I sit around at home doing my work from home thing, and I just... I don't know that I interact with enough people. <laughs> if that makes sense, the human beings are supposed to be social. I think that's what I've heard word on the street. I used to have a teacher that's always said word around the campfire. And it's like, what, how often are you around a campfire? That, that would be a thing you say. How often are words being shared around a campfire? Piping hot schmoes. Toy Story 1. Classic film. But... Yeah, I just see Alexis every day, and that's the extent of my social interaction. Because now I go to the grocery store every Monday, and I can do self-checkout, so I talk to no one at the grocery store. And I think I just, uh, I, I mean, thankfully, I have friends that I talk to on the internet, but I just don't see anyone. I have enjoyed moving to where we live now, however, we moved away from people that we know. So the closest person to me is my brother. However, my brother is a busy boy. So I don't see him every single day. Uh, I, I could be better about that. Alex, uh, how we doing? But uh, it's just, uh, it's a hard one. And I think that kind of gets me. It gets me a little bit uh, down. It helps, uh, it helps to see people. I feel energized after seeing people. I feel like I'm answering one of those tests that, uh, tell you how you're supposed to feel or whatever it is you know what i'm saying like uh a myers brig moment here myers briggs told me i don't even remember what it said i don't remember what my answer was i took that that was over a year ago in uh, the not a talk show podcast cinematic universe but i also don't think that i enjoy i understand that based on certain tendencies you have you can behave in a certain way but I don't think that you can quantify or 
determine how everyone's going to act based on how they answer some questions. In work, if you're part of a team, do you take charge? Do you take a nap? Do you go buy chips from the vending machine and then go home because you hate work and want to do something else? If you answered yes to that question, then you'll be the president of the United States. If you take charge, then you are Elon Musk now. We've already talked about how I feel about success being measured by monetary gain and, and Elon Musk. Elon Musk is in Iron Man 2. Elon Musk shows up and has a very awkward moment in the Marvel film Iron Man 2. You can tell he's really stressed. He's nervous about acting well. And, you know, he just... He's not an actor, I'll say that. Neither am I, really. <laughs> but I am confident. If Elon, if you're out there, if you're listening to this, I think I could have done better portraying Elon Musk than Elon Musk did in the film Iron Man 2. So Marvel, if you're making a remake of Iron Man 2, uh, I'm here. I'll submit my audition tape to play Elon Musk in the 30 seconds that he is in that film. I can do it. I'm confident in that. I think it uh, kills my confidence a little bit, getting back to that, uh, that part of the show. <laughs> Talking about uh, creative stuff. When I don't talk to enough people and I kind of just sit around and do my own thing and allow myself to be in my head too much, it, it really saps my confidence. And not, not that I want people to tell me, you're doing a great job. You're doing, you're the greatest. It, it's just something about hearing an outside perspective. Like, I think part of it as well was that I didn't, I missed my therapy appointment last month. Something came up, scheduling conflict, and then I didn't get it, and then whatever. I ended up going last week, and that really helped. Sometimes I, I can tell when I'm doing pretty good when I go to therapy and we kind of just shoot the breeze and just talk about whatever for an hour, and uh, maybe I have a couple little things to bring up, but uh, I can tell when I really need it when I show up and I'm just like, Oh, brother, let's get into it. And then it just, the hour flies by as I regale my therapist with uh, all of the things that have been on my mind. This has been another moment of water break. So it was fun, though. That, that helped my mental health, going to talk to my therapist and uh, just going down, walking around taking milkshake in the car she gets really stressed getting in the car which is understandable i don't know if she understands a whole lot what's going on but mama mia going to my therapist's office the door in and out of the specific like the set of offices that she works in is glass so there's a glass door and then on both sides of the door the like wall looking thing to complete the to make sure the door takes up the whole space is also glass. <laughs> I think they had just cleaned it or something because on our way out, Milkshake straight up just ran into it. She just walked, blam, right into it. And then we, we took a second and sat outside of the therapist's office and I consoled Milkshake and said, you okay? You doing all right? And she licked my hand or whatever she does and she was, she was fine. Then we went and ran around. She likes to walk around and sniff people and say, how we doing? This is another don't judge a book by its cover moment. I know this one's all over the place, but such is life. <laughs> Not a lot of things come in chronological order except for actual life because uh, that's the only way time works, I guess. Time is fake. Anyway, Milkshake likes to talk to people on the street. She likes to run up, 
jump on them, and we're trying to get her to not jump is the thing. She's doing better with strangers. She's still, every time Alexis comes home, she goes berserk and is excited to see her and jumps a little bit. But a uh, guy on the street, I see a dude. He's middle-aged, like late middle-aged a little bit. He's uh, walking down the street. He's got kind of a mean look on his uh, face. He's just like, I mean, not mean, but a resting face. He's just walking down the street. He's wearing headphones. And he doesn't look at me. And then he sees Milkshake rips his headphones off, looks me in the eyes and says, can I please say hello to your dog? And I said, hey, you know what, guy? He'd lo- she'd love nothing more than that. And so he gets on the ground. Like, he he falls to the ground and lets Milkshake lick his face and is just, like, going crazy, just, oh, you're so cute, blah, blah, blah. And he's just loving it, man. He's petting her. She's loving it. Everybody's having a good time. He's uh going crazy. And I was like, hey, yeah. She she loves that. Thanks. You're uh she's been having a little bit of a stressful day just being in the car and being somewhere new. You know what I mean? And he said, "Yeah, man, no problem." And then she jumped a little bit cuz she got excited cuz he was excited. And I mean, he didn't say, "Hey, get off," but I was like, "Hey, get down." And I was like, "Oh, sorry. We're trying to teach you how to jump." And he said, "I have an XL Rottweiler. That boy is 170 pounds, so uh this is no big deal. Milkshake weighs 45 pounds." So I guess he's used to a dog literally tackling him <laughs> and taking him out. So he was, for him, that was a refreshing moment, I guess. But that, that just goes to show, again, I saw him and made a split-second judgment of this guy is going to be a pain. <laughs> like, if Milkshake jumps on him, he's probably going to be like, get your dog out of here. What are you doing with your dog on the street? Train your dog before you take him outside. And then what do you know? Not the case. I think that's just this like cosmic, uh, what's the word? Almost like karma, where every time I make a split judgment about somebody, I am just as wrong as I can be, which is kind of great because I don't, I don't want to be mean to anyone and I don't want to be like have those feelings immediately. I don't want to just immediately think this person looks this way, so they will act this way. And this is something I will talk about until the day I die, because it's like, it, it just happens. We all have biases, and we think people will act a certain way just based on how they look. And that's not fair to that person that takes away their ability to be a human being and do their thing, you know? Because everybody, you can look however. You can't really choose how you were, how you, well, I guess you can choose how you look, but you can't choose what you're like. You can choose how you look within a certain range, like your clothes, how you groom yourself, that kind of thing. But you know what I mean? You can't, it's not a good indication. A lot of the, is what I'm going to say. It's not a good indication of how that person acts, what they believe or how they feel. So there we have it. That was Milkshake's experience going on a trip. She likes going with me to therapy though, because she also loves my therapist. She, uh, goes in there and is just excited. My therapist is a big dog person. I've probably said that. So uh, she's always happy also to have milkshake around. But what else did I want to talk about? Oh, I went to the grocery store this morning. I know I talk about that every time. Grocery store, that is my spot. Going to Smith's. Uh, Unfortunately, we woke up early this morning and going to the local Smith's, I went about roughly an hour earlier than usual. And... Old Smith hadn't stocked the shelves yet. So 
there were certain things I couldn't purchase because they just weren't out and all the employees were out stocking the shelves. And it's like, look, man, I don't need the employees to come in overnight or something. They can they can just stock the shelves whenever they get a second, you know? I'm not going to complain about it because I uh, didn't inconvenience me, really. I almost ran into a lady with a pallet of sodas, and it would have injured me more than her because the pallet was in front and I was just, like, looking at something else because I, oh, I get distracted at the grocery store. I look at everything. And so I was like, my head was turned, and then I almost, it was almost a big blam moment. But it wasn't. I, I caught myself at the last second, and we were good to go. So everyone that was worried, thank you. I appreciate your concern, but I'm okay. We made it through. Uh, what else was I going to say? Smiths. Oh, I listened to the uh, EP by Ginger Root. I listened to City Slicker while I was grocery shopping, and I'll tell you what. That's some grocery shopping music right there, and I feel like that's a very high compliment. You can listen to a whole thing back-to-back while you're grocery shopping and just feel like you're living big out there. Oh, man, I had a good time. Just grabbing my stuff, grocery shopping. Man. That's uh, that's my, my outing for the week. We've been talking about getting me into a club or some sort of group. Because I, I think it is healthy for my brain to see more than one person ever. <laughs> and I, I've also had this conversation. I feel like I need to preface by saying, of course, I love Alexis. That's why we live together. That's why we're married. That's everything. But she has agreed that while she wasn't working and only saw me, it is, it's hard to just have like, to not really socially interact with anybody. And it... It helps to have some friends or have whatever, just see people. So, as I have been into fighting games, my friend Tyson mentioned to me the other day that there is a Walmart, for whatever reason, that has a whole full esports arena about 20 minutes away from me. So I'm going to uh, hit him up, uh, we're going to hit each other up, and we're going to go there because they do fighting game tournaments. I'm not going to play because I would get whacked. <laughs> I'd probably learn something, though. That's how you learn stuff. You just get annihilated and then ask the person, hey, help me out here. But it'd be fun. Go see people with similar interests, that kind of thing. Oh, boy, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. What did I do this weekend? I'm trying to think of anything else that I have to say. I had to work on Saturday, which is never my favorite. I don't like working on Saturdays. Because it's Saturday. Saturdays are not for work. Saturday is a day of goof around. Or I guess yard work. If you're me when I was a teenager, or me now that I live in a house. Yard work. Can't live with them, can't live with them, you know? Anyway, I think we'll call it there. I think it's been long enough of me going after it. Uh, send me an email if you have any questions or anything. Old Klaus, I'm, I'm still getting to your email. I'll actually work on that right now. That's actually a good idea. But uh, not a talk show podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out anytime. I'd be happy to chat it up. If you have something to say, let me know. See you.